Welcome to the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Your source for the latest on baseball, football, and whatever else he feels like talking about. Get ready. Here is your host, Jesse. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Bacon Games podcast. I'm here with two two buddies, actually. Um, I've never done uh, three of it before. Um, nice. Maybe you guys have. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but if you want to introduce yourself to my audience, go ahead. Hey, I'm uh, Boofer T. Justice from the Can't Win for Losing podcast. Uh, what are we doing? This uh, Gabby is here. She's my uh, fact checker. Hey, I am. Okay, get off the podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know Gabby was here with us. Hey, Gabby, what's up? Good to hear yeah. from you again. Uh Go ahead. Hi. Just throw me over. We've had this thing for like one of like uh, two years. We just do uh, sports betting and all this, all that kind of crazy stuff. Ahmed actually used to be on the podcast to begin with, but then Ahmed went off to do better, bigger and better things. Ahmed is now doing. Ahmed, what are you doing? Hey guys, I'm Ahmed Singh. I'm the host of District Divided, which is a new DC sports podcast. I picked a hell of a time to start. <laughs> I started around. Uh, early feb of this year 2020 so a diehard dc sports fan um i was a huge huge redskins fan until pretty recently and now i'm more of a browns fan how about them brownies that goes (laughs) oh cool cool um my roommate's actually a browns fan so you're in uh good company i think well i don't know how you feel about it yet but uh (laughs) it it feels a lot like it goes on so it's fine yeah i can imagine it would actually feel very similar to that yeah absolutely okay all right, cool. So um, we've got some questions here, like we do most of the time. Um, so do you guys think there'll be, like, any issue with the NFL starting this year? Like, the MLB um, isn't starting yet, and they're considering the Arizona plan, which is, like, I think playing in Arizona, but, like, no fans and nothing like that. And uh, But I think that might start in, like, March or, or – I'm sorry, not March, uh, May or something like that, so – the NBA had this thing where they said they were going to do off-site things where they were just going to bring in a bunch of teams. Is this what you're talking about? Yeah, I think something similar to that, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, possibly. I could see that happening. I think we're, I, without talking about it, but talking about it, right, this is probably going to yeah. drag on a lot more than <laughs> we thought it was going to drag on. Uh, yeah. Because we're Americans and we're too good for each other and we just don't listen, right? So we're going to, we're going <laughs> to, this is going to affect everybody and everybody's going to get pissed off. I saw a tweet the other day, or it might have been today. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to retweet it on, uh, ESPN tweeted out said, Hey, like 50% of people want it to start on time and 50% people wanted to just, uh, they wanted to delay it. I was like, unless these people are 50% doctors and 50% scientists, I don't give a <laughs> S what these people are saying. It doesn't make any sense. Just pipe down. It'll happen when it happens. We can't use the NFL or the NBA or all these leagues as the parameter of when we can leave our house, you know? So I don't know. Ahmed, do you have a different take on it? Because that's, I mean, what it, is it going to happen? I don't know. I, I just say that's, it's in the air. Don't get right. pissed off, does it? I think we're all very much in the dark as to, you know, what's going on. I mean, every daily press briefing is brand new. Like, we have no idea what's <laughs> going to be said every single day. So we'll see what happens. Uh, do I think there will be an issue? Uh, I actually am concerned that there will be an issue because there are talks about there being a potential second wave of this uh, around the mm-hmm. fall. So we don't know what's going to happen there. I certainly hope not. I already sorely miss sports. And... I think the NFL is going to do everything it possibly can to have the games going, whether that means with no fans and select sites, maybe like three or four where they feel it's contained and controlled. Uh, that is a strain on the players because then they have to travel to and from or they're you know, getting potential housing in those areas. I don't know, uh, but I think starting the way it normally does, yeah, I think there will actually be issues there. Hey, Amin, mm-hmm. what do you think about, uh, they say that, uh, first off, they want uh, the, the, the NFLPA to say, hey, we want less preseason, right? But then you have the NBA saying, hey, when we come back, we need 25 days to warm up. <laughs> hey, it's you know, two different leagues, right? The NFL players are just trying to get a little bit more power, and the NBA players have all the power. So it's just mm-hmm. a totally different world. How hard is it to practice to have a wet jumper from the three? It's not that difficult. <laughs> almost as bad as baseball players. If you saw the voice competition, surprisingly hard. So next question. <laughs> Well, I thought that those are two pretty thoughtful answers. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about the spike because I mean, I, I feel like I've heard. I mean, obviously, this is all like very speculative, right? Like, no one really knows what's happening. Um, and a spike is possible, but 
I, I remember hearing since this is like a global pandemic that it's likely it won't be seasonal because like it's being affected in places where it's winter and places where it's like spring or, or fall or whatever. So hopefully that's not an issue, hopefully. Um, but, you know, we, we really don't know. And it's, if it's flu, like it's, it could be seasonal, all that fun stuff. Um, but I mean, fuck, dude, I hope it, I hope it comes on. Yeah, can seriously. People complain if it was the NFL Europa. <laughs> that no, would be interesting. Watch it, man. They just want these teams to play. That's it. <laughs> yeah. A fan. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a pretty big baseball fan too, and I just I just want them to do like no fans as soon as possible. Like, fuck it. I don't really care about going to the games anyway. Like, generally, so um, <laughs> just the fact that they can just play the games, I'd be really happy so I can get my fantasy teams going. That's For like somebody. my real. My yeah, real thing. that's awesome. <laughs> The one thing I was looking forward to is when they first started talking about putting off, taking uh, players out of the arenas and stuff like that. I, wa- I was looking forward to the NBA games because when you, uh, a couple years ago when the, uh, I think it was the White Sox and the Orioles played in Baltimore after the uh, riots and everything, mm. because they didn't want to ensue, they wouldn't, they wouldn't bring everybody into uh, the game. They played the game with no fans. And you mm. could hear all the players on the field <laughs> talking. It was fantastic. I just wanted to hear that in the NBA. That's all. Just give me that. I don't care when you play, what you play. I don't care what the format is. Don't put fans in there. I want to listen to everybody try to talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of agree. I think that'd be really fun to, to hear it that way. Uh, like the crack of the bat for baseball would sound fucking sick echoing in like, uh, in like the arena with like no one there. I think that'd be really fucking cool. Um, Wait, now yeah. I know I can cuss. Oh, well. <laughs> I've been holding awesome. back. <laughs> They've done, they've done some closed door uh, soccer games or in the past. You know when this was first starting up, they did a few in Italy, they did a few in Spain as well. And hearing all the player talk, even if it's in Spanish or Italian, you know whatever you can pick up is really cool. Just seeing some of the world's best players at it, so that would have been great. Well, the MLS has been playing fanless for I don't know how many years. Now. Yeah, they, they're <laughs> true. <laughs> so true, dude. So true. I think I went to a, a, like a Red Bull game like one time in New Jersey. I feel like that's. My experience with like the MLS is the, the Rebels are a team, right? I'm, I didn't just make that up, right? No, that's correct. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's all right, cool, cool, cool. I'm not, thank God I'm not that crazy. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Um, so the next thing I have on the docket is um, which teams do you think uh, won the offseason? You know, so far we still have to do the draft. That's that's obviously super important, but we've gone through most of free agency. I know there's guys out there who can still make impacts on team. Like I'm looking directly at Jadavian Clowney. I don't know how his agent hasn't gotten signed yet, um, but. But yeah, I mean, the offseason free agency is mostly over, right? Um, do you guys have, like, a favorite team that, like, won the offseason or a list of teams or, or some amount that uh, you think won won it so far? I don't think there's a specific team that comes to mind that won it, like, on the field, mm-hmm. paper-wise. I mean, you could – so, first off, Tampa won, right? <laughs> that's just out the window. And that's not even just on the field and because we really don't know what you're going to get on the field. I think everybody's mm-hmm. looking forward to see what's going to happen when those two uh, lovebirds break up, right? <laughs> uh, I think what what we're really looking for is to see how much people are going to start talking about Tampa as if they are going to be a championship type contender, right? This is like LeBron going to the Lakers. Now they sucked for the first year, but now everybody's like, oh, well, it's not fair anymore. The Lakers are good again. I, mm-hmm. I think this could be the same kind of scenario in Tampa, but as for winning the offseason, I think Tampa hands down won the offseason just, just in general as now being relevant. Not not even just being the person or the team that Tom didn't win, but the table. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean um, Brady. Oh, sorry. Go, no, go ahead. I want you. I want you to talk. For sure. Oh, sure. Well, uh, what I was going to say was so. Of course, Tampa won because, as uh, Buffer was saying, the LeBron effect could very much be in play for the next couple of years. So mm-hmm. Tom Brady being there, whether they do well this season or not, is sort yeah. of beside the point. People want to go play with the goat. So. Yeah, I, I think, think you're going to see yeah, a lot of thing. that. So they won this offseason in that regard. The AFC East teams, I think, won the offseason as well because now the New England Patriots are supposedly not going to be this juggernaut anymore. The Buffalo Bills picked up Stephon Diggs, for example. That's a big pickup right. for them, for Josh Allen. Josh mm-hmm. Norman is now in a scheme that fits for him. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. working with the skins, but it definitely works in Buffalo. And putting him with Tredavious White becomes very interesting for that defense. And Mario Addison's there. So mm-hmm. I like what these different teams have done. The Miami Dolphins have also done pretty well with their money. They had tons of cap room, and they have three first-round picks still. So mm-hmm. I like what those three teams have done so far. Okay, yeah, I mean, I would agree. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm definitely going to agree. Um, bringing in, like, the Brady effect, like, I think, like, the LeBron effect is definitely something that will help that franchise, like, like a crap ton. Um, I, I think Brady is, you know, on his way out, but he's still, like, mentally so there in the game that, you know, that's, like, 
I don't even know if, like, I could do, like, a great analogy in the NFL from going to, like, James Winston to, like, Tom Brady in terms of, like, understanding how the game's played. Like, that's just, like, that's literally, like, first to, or worst to first. Um, so he, he's definitely going to uh, bring it there. And their defense was great last year. Um, I think they were, like, top five in DVOA. They just need to get their offense together. Jameis threw, uh, I mean, I know he threw, like, 30 picks and 30 touchdowns, right? That was, like, the big yeah. uh, thing. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I think he drew through like seven pick sixes. Um, and if you like take that out, like they have like a, a really good like points for one points against um, that I was like a pretty big fan of. Miami definitely they they used their cap. Um, I think some things were a little um, like fucked personally. Like uh, I I probably wouldn't have wouldn't have signed Jordan Howard, but it's like I think a two year deal. Not I think great. It's like By- nothing signing. I think that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's two. It's two years, almost ten mil. It's 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 fine. Um, Byron Jones was by far, I think, the jewel of the off season. Um, besides the quarterbacks, but he he was he was mine at least. I I loved him. They probably spent a little bit too much, I think, on Kyle Van Noy. But I mean, like you said, they had so much cap coming in. Like I'm I'm pretty happy with what they did. Uh, but I honestly think, or the team that I gave the the best grade to was um, fuck, I'm trying to I'm trying to pull up their their list, but I think the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Um. They, sure. They, sure. they feel like they want it, right? I mean, they trade-raped um, Bill O'Brien, mm-hmm. right, um, to, to get DeAndre. And they, they dumped David Johnson's contract. Like, that is just, like, even if you weren't able to do that for, like, a star, like, just dumping David Johnson's contract is, I, I think, by far one of the biggest wins besides the Jaguars getting rid of Nick Foles. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, that they still paid all that money, though. Yeah, they paid all But, oh, you know, last money. year was a mulligan, so fuck it, whatever. We, we can we can... We can deal with that. I can deal with that as a Jaguars fan. I had 10 straight years of picking in like the top 10 or top five or no, it's top 10, I think. So <laughs> I'm okay with, um, I'm okay with a little bit of that, but I, I feel like Arizona, um, if they improve their defense through the draft or maybe draft like another offensive lineman, they're in like a really good spot in a really tough division for sure. But, um, I mean, I really like Kyler Murray a lot and you're giving him actual weapons to work with. So, um, I, I think they did a really good job this offseason. Just, there are a lot of holes that they have for sure. Um, but hopefully their, their, um, their draft can help, help fill that stuff up i like the arizona call a lot i think that makes a lot of sense yeah i i, I think so hopefully i gotta i do like a re-read all the stuff what do you guys think of the the giants offseason i mean you guys are in uh, dc right so you must have some kind of opinion on them right go ahead Adam. well so the giants offseason to me i don't think they did enough to improve to become this like to me i see them still as the basement team of the mm-hmm. nfc east so i think you know, I, I didn't see them improve. But did you see any signings where you felt that they improved that much at any position? Because I didn't feel that way. I felt that's a whole bunch of patchwork, right? It's a lot of fillers in for another year. Uh, nothing really to, to grow upon yet. I don't, I don't know if they're waiting for a right mesh of team to just magically come together. Like it's going to be some miracle season next year. And they'll just start building off of that. I, I'm not really sure what's going on up there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that that that's fine. Um, I do I do like the Bradbury signing. Bradbury that, that, is the only was, one, right? Exactly. Yeah, that was the big one for me. Um, I I think their offense is is pretty good. Otherwise, so I didn't really expect them. I know they didn't lose a lot of talent, which is kind of great. The only thing that like I, I mentioned before on, on on your podcast, um, I I I think not getting the deal for Leonard Williams really really hurts them. Mm-hmm. Um, they they really need to get a deal done for him. That just it, it would be inarguably a, a horrible decision to trade for him last year when they were out of the playoffs and completely out of it all to trade for him. For a third and a fifth round pick, and then not even sign him, just have him as a rental. It seems uh, really, really dumb. How long yeah. is this uh, negotiation going to go on? Are you, you're not going to be stuck yeah. in a Trent Williams situation, are you? No, oh, they'll, they'll, get a <laughs> they'll definitely get a deal done with him. I think uh, <laughs> maybe there was a bit of miscommunication there because to trade for him, they would assume a long term deal would be done. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think they'll end up getting it done before June or July or whatever it is that they're supposed to get it done. I don't see that being much of an issue. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, do you guys have a team that you think lost the offseason? Like, really just, like, shed a shit ton of talent and didn't do anything to address it? Well, yeah, on the other end, the Houston Texans, right? Just yeah. the your Arizona. <laughs> because not only did they lose, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in the NFL, but they end up taking on that David Johnson contract, as you said. Mm-hmm. And running backs given all the analytics that are out there now have been proven to be a dime a dozen just about. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. you're taking on a big contract in a position where you could draft one in the fifth or sixth round and be totally fine. So mm-hmm. I don't know what message that sends to Deshaun Watson, for example. So just forget the rest of what Houston did. You know, they picked up Brandon cooks. That's fine. Yeah. That's, and that's another, know, that's another, that's another big contract too. For a reason, and it's another yeah. big contract. It's another so, 16 mil a year, I think, or some shit like that. It's a big contract. 
So, yeah, the Houston Texans, to me, definitely lost the offseason. The New England Patriots, I want to say did, but you just never know with Belichick. We're, I'm very yeah. intrigued to see what happens between, <laughs> because when he had Garoppolo, when he had Matt Castle, when he had, you know, um, all these different guys, they kept winning still, no matter <laughs> what. So I'm very curious to see how Steven does. Um, but as of right now, yeah, the Houston Texans far and away lost this offseason. Mm-hmm. I, hey, what about the Rams? I, I you know, mm-hmm. only because I track them a little just to see them, uh, you know, go down in a ball of glory. They're losing <laughs> Zerline. They 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 released Gurley. They released uh, Clay Matthews. There's a lot of team. There's I, I feel like everybody's just jumping ship off of that, right? Mm-hmm. Also, you got everything that's going on right now, and they have this five billion dollar uh, stadium that they're probably not going to have anybody uh, come and pay for it. Uh, mm-hmm. Next season, beginning this. That's kind of that's the only thing I'm hoping. And I'm gonna get back me on this is the reason why I want the season to be delayed. So Stan gets stuck with his bill and has no way to pay it off. We we have a mutual hatred for Stan Kroenke. So sure, I get it. I get it. Um, it was explained to me that like you guys have the same hatred as I do for Peyton Manning. So I totally, totally get it. Totally, totally get the hate. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Fuck that noise. Um, I, I think personally, those are, those are two really good answers. I would totally agree with both of them. My other team that I have besides those two, um, is the bears. Um, it's just signing two outrageous deals. First off, signing Jimmy Graham, like that you already have like an aging, like crappy tight end in Trey Burton. Like, what are you doing spending any kind of money on Jimmy Graham? Um, and then they signed Robert Quinn to a five year, $70 million deal. Um, and they let go of Clinton Dix, Leonard Floyd, and, um, Nick Kowalski, Kowalski, I don't know how to say his name, but he was like a role player, less of a good player. Um, but I mean, losing those guys and signing other players who are bad to long-term deals or, or big money deals is just a huge mistake when they do have lots of uh, holes to fill and also trading for nickels. That's a huge mistake. Um, so I think, I think they're another loser for sure. Why also, do you think uh, trading for Nick Foles is a huge mistake, though? Oh, his contract is, is way too, too much for what he's worth. He, he's a glorified backup, I think. Um, he, he might... God, I don't even know if he might do better because when like a six, uh, like a six-round pick, like outplays you in every single way in every single game and wins more games than you, and you couldn't win a game with that team that the six-round pick went in six, six and six with. I don't know if you can be a winner. I don't know if you could be good. I mean, the offensive line is probably worse in Chicago, although they do have Allen Robinson, who is probably better than DJ Shark at this point in his career, um, and they do probably have better running back squad, I would think. Um, and then I also like um, I like Miller, Anthony Miller, but he hasn't. I feel like he hasn't really come on yet, but he could he could be better. Um, so there are like weapons, I guess, that are better there and a better defense for sure. But mm-hmm. I just don't think he's a good quarterback. Um, he looked real, real pedestrian when he played for the Jaguars. It was it was bad. How, um, much, how much was on his contract left? He signed eighty eight mil, got fifty yeah. guaranteed, I believe it was. He's got mm-hmm. what fifteen a year coming to him? That's... Yeah, it's like it's like twenty mil uh, for four years. I want to say there okay. is an out after this year. Um, I I think with like a ten k cap. Oh, they'll hit. take it. They'll take yeah, it. But like, yeah, but like trading a fourth round pick for him just seems real bad. Um, if you he's a to... Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah, but that hasn't that hasn't translated like to any other where besides like the the one run he did. And I mean, I could point. I'm sure I could point to other players who made runs that. He's, I mean, I can't think. He's of up there. Football. He's up there with the likes of uh, Flacco and uh, Ty yes. Dittmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's who's Ty Dittmer? I do not know who the fuck that is. Who's that? Oh, he won. Didn't he win with uh uh? Wait. Or is it the other Dittmer? There's two Dittmers, and then they oh, both yeah, they were won. both bad though. Yeah, but they, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> they won with uh, they won the first uh, Raven Super Bowl back. Oh, in, cool. What's it called? Okay. Oh, and if I and I'd be for missed. If You're I talking about Trent Dilfer, bud. Trent Dilfer. Oh, <laughs> oh, Trent Dilfer. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are guys too, like I mean, like even Rex Grossman on like on Chicago, and uh, you know, guys like uh, who else were like Super Bowl playing quarterbacks that were bad. I mean, Flacco is like another one that that really springs to mind oh, okay. I mean, it's possible to get there right but it's it's very improbable i mean we looked at i mean i know just like off the bat like right the last afc um uh like champion teams were either the steelers patriots or colts and it was peyton manning big ben and like tom brady right so sure. it seems like it's necessary um and i don't think i don't think nick Foles has ever been able to repeat it he couldn't do it in st louis and i don't think he's gonna do it anywhere else yeah, but like, you know i mean I, i'm right. willing to be proved wrong he was not a bad person like he seems like a nice dude like Okay, but I don't think he's a good player. His penis is so large. True, that is true. I do have an Eagles fan. He's one one of my best buddies. Um, and we do we do share the big dick Nick fascination for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was. I mean, is there anything else about the offseason you guys want to mention about the free agency? You think another team maybe, or another, um, just another quick thing to spotlight, or we can move on. 
could move on. That's totally fine. I, I think well, overall, like the the free agency, no, there was no clear winner, or there was only one clear loser to me, and that was the Houston Texans. But no clear mm-hmm. winner, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's totally fair. Um, so I know you guys live in D.C., right? So I yeah. don't know if you guys. I mean, I I know Boofer also has <laughs> a um, it used to have an affinity for the Rams, but I don't know if you have um and like a, like a, a favorite team besides the the Redskins, or am I just well, so, I mean, more, more or less a mm-hmm. casual Browns observer, but right, since right, I the podcast, you know, I've been absorbing everything mm-hmm. skins for the last two months or so, so mm-hmm. you might as well just throw me back there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, I mean, do, do you think their offseason went well? I just, like, is the more pointed thing that we could talk about specifically? Because, I mean, we went over, you know, basic stuff, which team we think did the best, but if we want to dive down into, like, a specific team, if you want to dive down into... Sure. Yeah, uh, I can skins, absolutely yeah. do that. Yeah, so the I think their offseason overall went very well uh okay. the only thing that could have gone better is if they had actually gotten brandon Scherf to sign a long-term deal yes um, a lot of their signings were for little to no money they actually mm-hmm. had a lot of cap space as well so if you look at sean davis he's coming mm-hmm. home 26 years old played very well for pittsburgh signed mm-hmm. a one-year five million dollar deal thomas davis veteran middle linebacker knows ron rivera knows the system will be able to help out a guy like john bostic cole holcomb who was a rookie last year Kendall Fuller, four years, $40 million. That's the only big signing. He Mm -hmm. wants to play for the Skins. He was with the Skins, was the number one slot corner, according to Pro Football Focus, before getting traded for Alex Smith. Now he's back. He's hungry. He could have stayed with Kansas City. He's here. So I think overall, they did a very good job moving Quinton Dunbar, for example, who was bitching about the team. He's gone. Mm -hmm. Josh Norman didn't fit. He's gone. Eric Flowers, I think they wanted to keep because the transition to guard was really good. But it yeah. is where it is. Miami mm-hmm. had so much money yeah. that there's just nothing you could do about that. And losing Case Keenum is whatever. You're mm-hmm. looking to develop Dwayne Haskins or Kyle Allen, whoever it may be. So I really, really like the Skins offseason. Uh, it's like riding a bike. Just jump right out of it on the bandwagon. <laughs> it's different It's different from years past, though, where they would outspend everybody and they would, quote, win the offseason, which is what <laughs> we were talking about earlier. And this yeah. time they actually have money in case these things don't go well, right? <laughs> so that's the beauty of this offseason. It makes it a bit different than years past. I really like it. Super Bowl bound. Super Bowl bound, baby. <laughs> hey, look, I've, I've been in that situation a lot as a Jaguars fan, quote-unquote, winning the offseason, spending a shit ton of money, and then never having it pan out. I can point to, like, Julius Thomas um, in that offseason. Sure. where we were, oh, man. Like, yeah, in the running for, like, DeMarco Murray, and that never worked out when we had fucking... Uh, we signed Brandon Albert and then or traded for him and then released him at the beginning of the season, and that was just a whole shit show. Like, there's plenty of places. Yeah, I've been there a bunch. Yeah, um, but, she, I, but Khan wasn't making all the moves. Dan Snyder out here making all the moves. Yes, that is definitely an issue that I've heard. I, I, I'm unsure of the veracity of that or the, or the truth in that, but I would, I would take your guys' word that that's, oh, that's how it goes. Oh, it's 100%. Anytime okay. you okay. see a coach leave, you'll hear him talk, I was handcuffed, uh-huh. I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I do want to speak to the Fuller and the Flowers deal. Yeah, Flowers was actually a Jaguar um, for a little bit, and he played yeah. pretty serviceably for them. I, I think... Especially, you know, living in New York, being around a lot of Giants fans are all like, Flowers is fucking trash. He's the worst player ever. Good. It's like, no Jason (laughs) Seesorn. I mean, he he was trash when he came up. I absolutely believe that. That's absolutely the truth. But I mean, he's he's come a little bit of a way. I'm not saying he's a good player. And um, the Skins did did pay him um, a decent amount. It's what, three years, 30 mil. They have an hour. Well, the Dolphins ended up doing the Dolphins. Oh, I'm sorry. So. The Dolphins right. did that. Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck yeah, you're right. They should have let him go. Oh, that's totally. I'm, <laughs> I'm misreading that. Yeah, for that kind of money, it's not worth it. Absolutely, definitely not worth it for kind of a project. Yeah, but like you said, the Fuller deal. The Fuller deal is great. Um, four. What? Uh, yeah, four years, forty mil. They've been out after one year. If he's still not as good as he was or as he used to be, but even if he is, I mean, ten years for like a a cornerback or even a good quarterback, it's probably worth it, right? That you said slot corner. Um, do you <laughs> think that's where he'll play when he's back there? Well, so now I'm not sure because now that Quentin Dunbar is gone. Now there's Jimmy Moreland, there's Fabian Moreau. They have, I think they have the pieces to be creative. I think Fuller will play in the slot sometimes. I think sometimes he can actually play outside. He did a bit mm-hmm. of that for Kansas City. So yeah. I could see mm-hmm. him moving all over the place and being that number one corner for the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I like that a lot. For him. You got to hit him up for tickets. <laughs> um, wait, who'd you say? I said it's a homecoming for him. We got to hit him up for tickets. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and Sean Davis. He's going to be happy to. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I like the other, like, one year signings, too. They're fine. I, I do agree. Like, overspending the offseason is something, like, that really can ham- hamstring a team. And if you don't find the right guys and you don't want to spend that m- much money, don't do it. Like, your players still need to develop, especially on the offense. So there's no rush in making, like, a playoff team through the offseason now, I don't think. So, I, yeah, I would agree with all that. 
do you um do you have any opinions on the on the Browns offseason? I don't think they really did much, right? They signed um what is it, Austin Hooper to like a big deal, I think, right? I think that was the mm. the, the most of their moves, right? Yeah, that I was could the, be mistaken. That was the main one. So of course yeah. they kept Team Hunt around. They oh, got yeah. him to be the backup. Um, mm-hmm. and they got Conklin, Jack Conklin, the tackle. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh my God, Conklin! What a deal! Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah. No, that's a great deal. That's a great yeah. deal. So I actually did like their offseason as well because in Austin Hooper's case, everyone was like, "Oh, they overspent for him," but also at the same time, thought Austin Hooper was going to get a bit more. And to mm-hmm. me, today's overspend is tomorrow's bargain because the cap just keeps going up and up and up. So you look at the deal in two years and you'll be like, four years, 44 for a pretty good tight end. Mm-hmm. Looks totally fine. So the one player I think they're really going to miss is Joe Schobert because I thought he had yeah. a very good year um, mm-hmm. last now year. Now he's so, a Jaguar. <laughs> now he's a ja- Yeah, exactly. So you, you <laughs> yep. should be happy about that because he did play very well I for am. the Browns in a down year for them. Yeah, he's so, young. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's young. So I would say that the Browns offseason was fine. I wouldn't say it was amazing. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it was great, but I would say it was fine to good. Yeah, um, I probably agree with that. Yeah, I, I didn't think they need to, needed to make a lot of moves. Um, Joe Schobert was really the only thing, like, even serviceable about their linebacking core, though. That That is a pretty, I think, glaring uh, weak spot, I think, on their team. But their offense just need they just need better um better protection for, for Baker because um, they've got it, like, everywhere else. Um, they've got a good defensive line. They have... A good corner. I think I like Grady Williams a lot. Um, and uh, and shit, the guy they drafted from Ohio State in 2018. I'm totally blanking on his name right now, but he's also good. Um, yeah, okay. and it's like a good, it's a good young team. I'm sorry. Oh, Denzel Ward. Denzel yeah, Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was actually pretty skeptical coming in. Should have drafted Minka because I think he'll be a better, uh, a better cornerback. And I was definitely saying that. <laughs> yeah. Um, back then, 100. percent I had I had bets on my buddy, and it looked really bad until I got traded to Pittsburgh. But. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't think they needed to do much this offseason, and they made two pretty big moves, so I, I think that's, a that's, um, three, probably, like, three, three big moves. Yeah, Case, Case Keenum, uh, yes. solidified himself in that backup position for three years. <laughs> if it's anything you need as a backup position, it's 10 million guaranteed. I will take Ben Barron, Millets, and Barry, hold on, let me take some more beer with me. I will take that deal in a heartbeat. I mean, fuck, at least it's not, like, one mil, uh, like, or at least it's not one year, 20 mil for... Shit, now I'm blanking on the, the guy. But, like, two or three years ago, the Bears signed. Oh, uh, who was the quarterback? Oh. I'm blanking on it. What was it? Well, they have uh, Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon. Glennon. It was Mike Glennon. It was Mike Glennon. They signed him for, like, yeah, a they... year and, like, 18 mil or some shit like that. That was crazy. <laughs> was, yeah. Wasn't they, didn't they sign him, invite him to the draft party, and then draft Trevinsky? Or was that, yeah, like, I, yep. or something? I can't remember. I, I'm pretty that's sure them. that happened. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Which was ridiculous. But, I mean, dude, take that money and run. I'll play one year, $20 million. Just put me anywhere on the field. I'll take that shit and run. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Schobert, Schobert got a lot of money, so I, I get not paying him for that. I don't even know if they could afford it. They probably could have. Um, but yeah, well, that's good shit. Um, I'm into that. Um, okay, let's move on to the next thing, which is I have. Um, what do you think of like the top prospects um, going into the draft this year? Guys like Burrow, Okuda, um, Chase Young, Tua, uh, Jerry Judy, guys like that. Oof. Um, I mean, so, I have to talk about all of them. You talk whatever. whatever no, no, it's totally like, fine. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about, like, the top five guys, because yeah. that's who everybody's talking yeah. about. So, who, who is your top five guys? Yeah, I'd like to know, for sure. So, I, I was prepared to go whole round. What'd you oh, say? You right. always, yeah, okay, Booper, why don't you go ahead and go the whole <laughs> round, then? <laughs> I just did a mock draft today. I got a bunch. I'm ready to go. All right, cool. So, well, so I think it's pretty clear the Bengals are going to take Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he had the best season in college football history so there's just no way he's not going number one and he's an ohio kid pick two the redskins could go two ways in my opinion they should not trade down that is one thing they should not do okay they could do one of two things they could take chase young which seems to be the very obvious thing to do because he seems as surefire a prospect as there ever has been and a lot of people are saying he's you know miles garrett-esque or the next nick bosa etc it's easy to do that Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also an Ohio State guy, so you know players from that university do very well. The other thing they could do is draft Tua, um, and it's an interesting idea because Dwayne Haskins at the end of last year did look good, right? The only way they would draft Tua is if – well, he improved, right? Okay. So early on he was not good, right. and then as the games went on, he looked more and more comfortable. He has this – thing where his footwork isn't the best so he will sometimes overthrow and to me if I'm like being a snob about it I don't think that's good enough like I think he can make every NFL throw I think he can he's got all that raw talent as much as you'd want to see in a prospect 
But the ones that can really do well are the ones with the elite footwork, the elite accuracy, precision. I think Tua has that. If they so, can teach Zion how to run, they can teach uh, Dwayne Haskins <laughs> how to stand. <laughs> so, so to me, those are the two ways they can go. I think they'll end up taking Chase. If they took Tua, I think they would be very happy. That would involve trading Dwayne Haskins, which would be – there's a lot of politics around this, which is why I don't think it'll occur. They would have to trade Dwayne Haskins. They would have Kyle Allen start the season, and then when Tua's ready, Tua would take over. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, there there is, I mean, precedent for that, right? Last year, I mean, um, Arizona took Murray after drafting Rosen, like, number three overall last year. So I'm, there there is precedent for that. Because before last year, I would have said you were fucking crazy. But, I mean, right. it, it's happened. It, it can happen again, for sure. They, they sort of opened Pandora's box, right, mm-hmm. by doing that. And so now yeah. all of a sudden people can talk about it and people can say, hey, what about this? What about this? The two mm-hmm. games Dwayne Haskins played really well in were weeks 15 and 16 against Phil and the Giants both at home both horrendous pass defenses just really really bad so mm-hmm. you know and, I and take his good yeah I, I take his good performances with a pinch of salt there anyway mm-hmm. but moving forward I still think he could be good we'll see um there's Jeff Akuda, who to me is just a lockdown corner I think he's going to be really really good out of Ohio State I could see the Lions going for him or I could see them going for Isaiah Simmons but I think Isaiah Simmons will end up falling to the Giants, and I think Tua will actually end up going pick five if the Dolphins, or more intriguingly, if the Chargers do not trade up to get him. Hey, uh, just quickly, uh, Chase Young is uh, under two and a half, minus 500 to go. You know, uh, <laughs> is, that, is that good odds? I know, uh, like I said, I know nothing about betting. Is that, well, is that good? Should I take that that's, money? Those are, well, so that <laughs> well, means I'm going to get my no- government yes. meat bucks soon. I'm about yeah. to get my care bucks, dude, so I know, tell me how to spend it. It's, it's it's not good odds, but if you're a Redskins fan and you want Chase Young, those are the odds you want to see. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, so it's it's like more it's like pointed towards a more likely that he'll, he'll go there. Like Vegas right. thinks that. So the way yeah. it works is, uh, <laughs> if, uh, if odds are plus two hundred, then it's twice whatever you bet. So if you bet twenty bucks and, and you had plus two hundred, then it's you win forty bucks plus your twenty back. But if it's minus two hundred, <laughs> minus two hundred, then you're actually making a fraction of what you bet. You get your money back because okay. you won the bet, but you also get a fraction. So converted, it. converted, uh, minus 500 is an 83.3% chance of happening. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. That, that is more clear for sure. <laughs> yeah, so those are, those are what I think. I think Justin Herbert is an interesting character who he's going to be a fine quarterback. I don't think he's going to be a fantastic quarterback. I think Derek Brown is really, really good. Uh, okay. Because he was consistently getting double-teamed um, while he was playing in the SEC and consistently making plays. Him and Marlon Davidson both did very well on that line, but Derek Brown was the driving force there. Um, and then after uh, that, I'd want to see Mekdi Becton go to um, go to the Brown because they do need that offensive line help. Um, if Jedrick Wills is there, take him from Alabama, but um, that's, that's the way I see it. Hey, Justin Herbert's uh, over-under is five and a half. I don't think to- him... Oh, I'm sorry, what, to go where? Just five and a half, right? Someone's going to pick him. At least. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, um, okay. So that's that's interesting. Um, also, I, sorry, also uh, Isaiah Simmons is uh, six and a half. So going past. Uh, He's going under, man. He's yeah. going under mm-hmm. for sure. <clears throat> well, this is, I assume they, they take this into account that the Giants might uh, trade back possibly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's entirely possible. Um, I, I had it this morning that um, Isaiah Simmons going for. I think I went Burrow, <coughs> Young, uh, trade up for Tua, then okay. Simmons, then Okuda. I think that's how I had it. I can um, see that. Yeah. yeah. It seems like a likely scenario, but I, I don't know. Especially with like not getting the medicals for Tua, right? Because like, no one can really like show off their shit because we're all doing the quarantine stuff. Um, I just feel like that like, is a lot of uncertainty for NFL teams that, that, that do value um, a good amount like medical history. Like we saw... I forget what free agent it was, but like he didn't he didn't pass his physical, and then they like didn't get the deal done, right? So it's entirely oh, possible that, that teams was, are pretty. Uh, yeah, I forget who it was. Shit. Uh, Tua, he's uh, mm-hmm. on the on the board here. It looks like he's uh, his favorite to go to at least number five is where mm-hmm. he's probably going to go. I don't know if that's going to be with uh, Miami, unless someone trades up for him. But uh, he Vegas... won't drop further than five, man. Yeah, a, t- a team will trade okay. up and get him. I think that that yeah. seems that seems likely. Five is his absolute floor. Like he, I think he's either going to go pick two, pick three, or pick five. I don't see four. Mm-hmm. 
I think uh, the moment yeah. the Redskins pick Chase Young, the Lions will have plenty of incentive to move down two or three mm-hmm. spots because they can still get yeah. Akuda or Simmons or probably, probably mm-hmm. get one of those guys if Tua then goes. So yeah. I could see them trading there. Yeah, what do you think of um, Isaiah Simmons? Because I'm actually really down on him. I do not like Isaiah Simmons. Why don't you like him? Um, he, he recorded a lot of snaps, like I think around 200 for like almost every position, like safety, linebacker, like blitzing linebacker, coverage linebacker, cornerback, slot cornerback, safety. Um, I just think he's a jack of all trades, master of none. Like watching his film, I think he does some things pretty well at some positions, which is like, you know, like overall, that's like a pretty cool deal. But um, he doesn't do anything really right. Like, um, like a, like a guy, like, um, you know, like a top pick, like, I, I would say like a Bosa brother or, or possibly uh, Chase Young this year. Um, he, he just doesn't, I, I really just think mess, uh, Jack of all trades, master of run really fits him, but I know some defensive coordinator is going to fall in love with him. I even think a guy like Matt Patricia could fall in love with him and, and just take him because he thinks he can fit him in like specifically to his one part in his scheme and be like, I'm going to use him the best way because I know how to use players and. I'm a rocket scientist and I'm a fucking genius and I'm going to do it. Um, but no, I mean, some, some team will fall in love with him. He's entirely possible that some team even moves up from like, you know, 10-ish or like maybe even the Cardinals move up to, to draft some, him because they really like him. I think a lot of teams will be either in, really in on him or really out on him. But I personally am out. I think he could be like a, a good like second round pick maybe. I know he won't get there. I know there's like no way he'll ever get there. But yeah. um, I just think there's a lot of risk there. And if I'm picking in the top five, I want to be as risk averse as possible. Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, no, I think... With Isaiah Simmons, I think his versatility is what makes people salivate, as you were saying. Yeah. So Matt Patricia could easily, you know, with his mind, want to go and get a guy like him. I Clemson players on the defensive side, on the offensive side, if you look at some of those wide receivers that have come out, and quarterbacks even, my God, really, really good. But yeah, there's a reasonable indictment to be had on Clemson defensive players. Mm-hmm. Mackenzie Alexander is all right. Shaq Lawson is all right. So I mm-hmm. can see that side of the ball. Mm. Maybe you're not as sold. Isaiah Simmons, to me, I think is going to be pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to be worth that top five pick, as you said, but he plays backer very well. He can play safety. It's crazy yeah. that yeah. a backer could also play safety. So, right. And if you well, look at Minka Fitzpatrick, you know, he sort mm-hmm. of plays all over the place at times, too. And that's how he was advertised. And he's been a monster. Yeah, so, I think, I think we'll also see. Derwin James, too. I think Derwin yeah. James is a, a similar vein, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And if you looked yeah. at if you look at the late Sean Taylor, right, he could have played mm-hmm. backer if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. He was just so good at safety. Right? <laughs> that is but, true. You know, so I yeah. think when you look at a guy that could be that versatile and fit that many schemes, it is hard for him to fail because let's say he's a bad backer, but a good safety. You found yourself a safety, bad safety, okay. good backer. You found yourself a backer. So mm-hmm. I think he is going to end up being good. I'm not sure how good, but he's going to mm-hmm. be good. Yeah. Mm hmm. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's a fair assessment. Look, I'm, I'm willing to be wrong for sure. Like, I, I thought Josh Allen would be um, a bust last year, and I'm still not 100% sold I'm on with him. you on that, by the way. Yeah, I'm not 100%, 100% sold on him yet. Um, I mean, he had, he had a really good year. Um, I, I thought he, you know, was, was close to being in the running for Rookie of the Year, honestly. But um, that, was more, that was a lot of stats, and I think the defensive line was really good, and I think Elias Campbell really helped it out. So we'll see what it's like when he, when he doesn't have a guy like there. And, and no Yan this year, for sure. He's not signing a long-term deal. He's not playing. Um, that's for sure. Um, do you have an opinion on, um, the wide receiver class this year? Like, do you have like a top guy that you're pretty interested in? Or like, if you had to like rank the top five, I don't want to put you on the spot, but like the wide receivers, we're going to get like at least five or six in the first round, right? Yeah, no, that's um, totally fine. Boofer, yeah. did you want to take that or do you want me to go there? No, I just wanted to say Joe Flacco failed his physical. You can continue. <laughs> oh, is that, is that what it was? Yeah, for Denver. Shit, yeah, yeah, that, that stuff, that stuff actually impacted it this year. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, well, going to okay, so going to the wide receivers because there are a number of good ones, as you had said. So CD Lamb from Oklahoma, I think, is probably a bit overrated. Oh, I would um, totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. So, over under twelve and a half. Over Ooh. under twelve and a half. I see. Um, that's the thing. Big. So to mm-hmm. me, those big twelve wide receivers are always running in just wide open spaces. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about them. I think guys like Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, are pretty good. Um, a guy I like maybe further down um, is Justin Jefferson. I love KJ mm. Hamler. I love really KJ Hamler. Yeah. Okay. And I'm he's a Penn not... State fan, so I are you? I, yeah, yeah. I watch oh, him a bunch. Gosh. You cannot, yeah. you cannot coach that level of speed he has. <laughs> I mean, and so for me, whenever you look look at Kansas City, they're built on speed, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at elite teams, they end up being built 
on speed. And I think that a guy like KJ Hamler is going to end up emerging. And you saw that last year, Terry McLaurin, mm-hmm. right? Third round, really, really amazing player now. And no one would have guessed it. I mean, they would have thought he was good, but he is mm-hmm. that dude for Washington. I all, I mm-hmm. think he's a top 10 wide receiver in the league. I think oh, KJ Hamler can have that level of impact on a team that he goes to as well. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, cool. Five, so five and a half. Gotcha. Five and a half. Five and a half wide receiver draft in the first round. Five and a half. I'm just mm. yelling out shit at this point. Yeah. No. No. That. That. No. I do. I do like that. I do like that. That. That is interesting. I. I probably take the over on that. I would take the under on CD Lamb. Um. You said twelve and a half, right, for CD? Yeah. Yeah. I think a team's gonna go up and try and get him. Him and Judy seem to be the top guys on people's uh, list. I'm. I think my list goes. Um. Judy. Uh. Justin Jefferson. Uh. I think Rugs is next. Sure. Um, Jefferson. How, how do you it's like either Mims? Yeah, it was actually it was either going to be Mims is the Baylor kid, right? Yeah, or is that right. the other? Yeah, I think I think Mims is probably my next one. Um, I like. Oh shit. Is it I me? guess I probably put. Sorry, comes up. Is it, is it me or CU Lamb just has Raiders written all over him? Uh, I mean, maybe if Al Davis was still there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, um, but I mean, he he could even. I just um, I, the, my problem with C.D. Lamb is I don't think um, you know, he he like you said, like Big Twelve receivers or whatever, they always have like a big shot. But I do remember Justin Blackman being like a similar type thing, and him actually being really good when he can stay sure. on the field. Um, but no, I, I just think his style of play isn't going to translate as well to the NFL, especially not initially. Like him, his yards after catch was like the big the big thing, right? Um, and I don't think the level of defensive competition that you can juke out in the Big 12 is anywhere near like what you're going to face in the NFL um, like field. So I really, I'm, I'm pretty out on him. I don't think he's a great route runner. Um, I don't think he does a lot of other stuff great besides make guys miss. And I think Jerry Judy is, uh, I think he's a lock. I think he's going to be an, an excellent pro. Um, him, I, like, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying I agree because his route running is yeah. phenomenal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I love that shit. Uh, the thing that I look for in like uh, wide receiver prospects is route running ability, ability to separate, and hands. That's what I care about. I guess I like possession receivers. But He's going to look good on the Jets running his route and having no one throwing the ball. <laughs> it's entirely possible. I think a team will actually trade up for, um, for probably Lamb or Judy or maybe even both, well, unless the Giants take Judy or Lamb, which I could, I could see happening. So many um, trade-ups. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I did I did a mock draft today. I think besides the trades that have already happened so far, I think I did, like, five or six more. Like, I think there are a lot of opportunities to do that, um, especially with the draft capital that, like, there are a decent amount of teams who have, like, two or even three picks in the first round. So moving up is not um, is not uh, out of the question for a lot of those teams, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about KJ Hampler. He, he seems his, like, route running is kind of all over the place. I get you can't coach speed. Totally understand that. If you're able to coach, if you're able to, I don't know, make him run routes better or um, do anything like that, uh, I I think he could be good. But I'm also not always super bullish on on speed guys like that. Totally. But fair. that's that's me. That's me. Um, do you how do you feel about Michael Pittman? He's like a third round pick, I think, right now that I'm seeing a lot. But I think he has first round upside, like easy first round upside. Yeah. Well, so there's there's Michael Pittman and also KJ Hill, uh, which mm-hmm. are just two yeah. other names we hadn't mentioned. Um, Pittman, I don't know much about, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but KJ Hill, again, I mean, given McLaurin being as good as he is, I'm just mm-hmm. going to give the benefit of the doubt there to the Ohio <laughs> State guy and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's going to be good. But I don't know much about either of the guys, to be honest. Yeah. Um. I, I I've watched Pittman's film. I haven't watched um the Ohio State guy that I have the worst memory in the entire world. I literally forgot his KJ name. Hill? K, KJ, right? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say KJ Hamler again, but I was like, I know that's not right. Um, <laughs> Two KJs. Yeah, yeah, he's a guy. Um, I've seen him third round in a few mocks. Um, he could be good. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I like guys from big schools. I'm usually out on the small guys that I haven't heard of and can't watch any film on. Like, I just can't do anything about that, right? Sure. What, what position does he play? Pittman. Oh, he's a wide receiver. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know there was yeah. an old running back for the Arizona yeah, Cardinals yes. called Michael. I do. Who, I think uh, he was Tampa Bay too, right? Or yep. He was also Tampa. I think you're right. Yeah. He was. He was yeah. only elite for a hot second. I thought he was going to mm-hmm. be the next coming of Emmett. Emmett went to Arizona <laughs> at the same time, and I thought I was like, he's going to learn behind Emmett, and then <laughs> oh, he disappeared off the, off the planet. Uh huh. Yeah. I to be honest, I haven't actually really um, looked at a lot of the running backs as much because I think running backs are pretty replaceable. Like I think we, I think we mentioned, I think we were in agreement on that. Yes, we were. Right? Yeah. Yeah, um, but I do, um, I do really like the um, LSU guy. I think he's got like a hyphenated last name. I think it's like something Olaire or something like that. I, yeah, I'm Edwards, totally yeah. it. Yeah, he seems like a playmaker, um, and he's going in like the second or third round. I'm probably not ever taking a running back in the first round or probably the high second, 
But if, if I'm staring in the face early third or anywhere in the third, maybe even late second, he looks like a playmaker, like a Christian McCaffrey-esque player. And I mean, he wow. just got paid today, right? So, um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That's it. That's the guy's yep. name. Yeah, he seems like a star. Um, but His yeah, size again, doesn't bother you at 5'7"? Yeah, he's tiny. I'm, I'm a short guy myself, so I never think about that stuff. <laughs> no, no. I mean, there are, there are concerns. There are definitely concerns. That's um, funny because I'm bigger than all these people. And I'm like, damn, I could play in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> true um yeah it's it's not a super big i i don't normally take into account like size or or like those like or weight weight really even or um or like anything that anyone does at the combine at all um i think it's all kind of like um like noise to me but it's it's something that i guess has to be you know dealt with for sure but i think if guys can play at the pro level or at the college level with like their size being an issue I think they could do it, and, and they figured it out to do it themselves. I mean, Maurice Jones is one of my Yeah, I was going to say, Maurice Jones yeah, is he, exactly he's, what I was going to mention, yeah. Yeah, he's my boy. He's my boy. When he fucking decked Shaw Merriman, I, that was, like, my, um, my, my favorite thing in the entire world. Yeah. <laughs> you got a gif on the wall somewhere, right? Somehow. Yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> dude. I, I was, um, there was a, an option when, like, lids was, like, still a big thing that you could, like, do online. You could put, like, a picture on, like, the, um, on, like, your hat, and I was very heavily considering doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, was there anything oh, else you want to talk? Um, oh, we we talked. So we talked about like what the top of the draft would look like. You said the top five, um, right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah. there's that. If there's any other draft stuff, do you want to talk about um, Washington or maybe what the Browns should do? Um, well, so sure. The the Redskins. What they should be doing again is either Chase Young or Tua at two, whatever that may be, and that's fine. You don't I think th- they should trade down? I you don't think, think so. Um, no. I don't yeah, think so. Just given their mm-hmm. given their history of drafting and drafting <laughs> being such an inexact science, uh-huh. I want to. When I have one of those top two or three picks, I want to stay there. You know, if mm-hmm. I'm at pick five or six and it becomes more and more inexact, it's similar to the NBA. You get your top two or three picks, oh. you mm-hmm. love those guys, and then after that, who knows? It's a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. I think it's less of a crapshoot with a guy like Chase Young, for example. So I want them to mm-hmm. stay. What I want them to do with the rest of the draft is I want them to address. You obviously want to address the offensive line a little bit. That needs addressing. Tight end and wide receiver. Skill positions. I love Kelvin Harmon, Steven Sims, Terry McLaurin, of course. I think they're actually underrated as a group. But they still (laughs) need more people around them. You know, for Dwayne Haskins or for Tua, whoever it may be. They need to develop more talent at wide receiver and at tight end. Because it's Jeremy Sprinkle and Logan Thomas right now. Mm-hmm. There needs to be more around them at tight end. So I would say those positions are very important. And then, of course, you always draft that like late-round running back just to see how it goes. And that late-round quarterback if you don't draft, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I want them to do is both, both sides of the ball, offensive line, defensive line. But that skill position area needs to be improved for sure. How is Sprinkles still in the league? I mean, do you agree? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't have a dog in this fight. <laughs> okay, I, I get to sit at the bar and yell at the other Redskins fans saying you should have <laughs> drafted Tua <laughs> yeah I mean uh, you know coming into this year he was obviously the presumptive like number one pick right uh, tech for Tua all that all those fun memes um, and I think it's still entirely possible that he's the best quarterback that comes out of this draft so um, but I also thought Dwayne Haskins or still still think it's possible that Dwayne Haskins could be the best quarterback to come into last year's draft so sure um, still open yeah yeah, stuff like that's definitely um, pretty close, I think. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, like, um, I like Chase Young as a prospect. Um, I don't think he's as, as much of like a solid uh, prospect as like initially like a finished product as much as uh, the Bosa brothers were, but he's got uh, obviously more potential. He's so many different moves, and they all look fucking amazing even right now. So um, as long as he can put, to get, put that together and have like a bunch of moves in the NFL and use all the, the moves he like acquired in college, I think um, he'll be really good. But cool. um, I'm, I'm not 100% sold on him. But, you know, you're never sold 100% on a prospect. I think there's a lot of talent in this draft generally. So trading down, like I think we talked about on, on when I was on your show, like for the Giants, I think trading down would be pretty smart. Um, I think for a lot of teams that have a lot of holes, there's a lot of talent, um, especially at wide receiver. Um, I think there's good offensive line talent. Um, so trading back wouldn't be the worst thing for me if I was that team. But, you know, I'm not but a GM you also, yet, so. <laughs> But you also want to stay above the fourth round, right? That's your bit. Uh, the fourth, yeah, the fourth. I mean, um, maybe. Um, depending on, on what it is, I think there's a lot of value in the second and third rounds just generally in drafts. So if you're able to acquire 
like a few of those picks and, and the first round pick to move back a little bit, I think it's totally worth it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, just cause I, I'm not a hundred percent sold on, on Chase or, or Okuda. I mean, I don't like Isaiah Simmons. Um, but you know, I, I, w- I wouldn't lambast them. I'd still give them like a good grade. Absolutely. If they, if they went ahead and drafted at number two, e- either Tua or, uh, Chase Young. Um, what do you think of the Browns? What do you guys think of the Browns since we're, we're tangentially on them? O-line, O-line, O-line. That, that, every <laughs> single time they tried to, you know, run a play last year. Now, mm-hmm. maybe this is partly because Freddie Kitchens wanted to take seven <laughs> to eight seconds per play. Mm-hmm. But they could not get the ball off in time. I think Baker Mayfield's mm-hmm. a very good quarterback. He just needs yes. to be able to dart that ball out quicker, right? Yes. Because when he does, he's very accurate. So mm-hmm. I would say offensive line and then defense. Skill position, they're mm-hmm. totally fine. Odell yeah. Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Austin <laughs> Hooper. They're fine. They're right? yeah. so that offensive, yeah, their <laughs> offensive line needs to improve. Defensive mm-hmm. line needs to improve as well. It always can. You can never have mm-hmm. enough pass rushers, etc. Yes. Linebackers, Joe Schobert's gone. Let's see what they can mm-hmm. do there. And then just, yeah, those safeties. I think, I think mm-hmm. they need improvement there. But Denzel Ward's a stud. They're mm-hmm. not that far away. They just need to settle down and play without getting too big a head, honestly. <laughs> They've got the top. You sure yeah. up that line early, and if you don't, mm-hmm. you're going to see my boy Case come out again. I think <laughs> always go back to Case. Oh, God. That you're you're going to see Minnesota Vikings Case. Hey, listen, listen, there's Ooh. a reason the Browns gave him $10 million guaranteed. They're like, we know you're coming on the field, boss. <laughs> like, <laughs> that could be true. That could definitely be true. Yeah, I would probably agree. Um, if, if there's something like, like Okuda Falls or um, – yeah, I mean, I think really I'd be only in on Okuda if he were to fall. Um, I would be into him. But yeah, I take offensive line. Worfs I like a lot. I like Wills a lot. Um, Beckin, I think, is kind of boomer bust. He he doesn't have a lot of technique, but he is obviously like a, a fucking giant. So um, he, he could be useful for sure. Yeah, that's what I see um, on my box. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's that's about right for them. Um, do, you, do we want to talk about the Rams at all? I know they don't have a first round pick. Do you, do you, do you want to talk about them? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We won't talk about them. No worries. No worries. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're working in the future. I'm pretty happy about it because the Jaguars get to, get to, um, you know, t- take where they were supposed to take. And they look to be like a little bit maybe rebuilding or restructuring contracts because they have no cap space. So maybe we'll get a top 15 pick next year. The Jags will. I'll be real happy about that. Um, I just scrolled the, the mod draft. I couldn't find the Rams because they're stupid new logo. <laughs> oh, yeah I, I think they have like 51 and like 54 or some shit like that. I think they, they have two now, right? Cause uh, yes. They have then, 52 and uh, 57, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's some talent there. I haven't looked super deep into, like, the second round, but... um. Well, they're definitely you know, drafting running back. You think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they probably... You're right. Yeah, they probably will. They only have the guy they drafted last year, Henderson, right? Yeah. Um, I think that's it, that I would really think about getting on an NFL field. But I think there's talent late. Like, um, I really like A.J. Dillon um, out of Boston College, at Boston College, and he's going, like, fifth or sixth round. Um, And I think he could be a stud, absolutely. Um, there are not many other others cause I don't really focus on running back, but he, he's one of the guys I'm looking at for sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think we got through most of the stuff I wanted to get through. Um, I, was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about regarding the draft or the, uh, off season so far in free agency? Well, out of curiosity, what do you mm-hmm. think the Redskins should do with that number two pick? Uh, yeah. Turn, turn it around. Yeah. I mean, I'm, pro- I'm probably, I'm probably trading down. Um, but I mean, it depends. I don't want to, that's not I, fun. Yeah, I mean, I I want to. I, I think the Redskins have a lot of holes, um, and I think that there's a lot of talent in this year's draft. I don't want to go too far because I think I want to take either Chase Young or Okuda. Yeah, I I, 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 I think I want to figure it out with Miami or maybe even um, Los Angeles Chargers mm-hmm. to try and get um, like that's you know not not move back too far. <laughs> yeah, um, but um if that's not an option and you don't get anything good like i'm fine with taking chase like that's totally fine i do it i'm yeah it's fine so a question for you let's say yeah, um yeah I, I guess i'm playing host now <laughs> let's yeah say, hit me dude hit me dude yeah. hit me all right so let's say you trade down with the chargers right uh-huh, um yeah. because i think my listeners would be curious about this as well so yeah. burrow goes one mm-hmm. then tua goes two to the chargers yeah we would assume that's why they did that mm-hmm. chase yeah, young goes three mm-hmm. okay to the lions at four, Isaiah Simmons goes. At five, Akuda goes. Who do you take with six? Jerry Judy, probably, or or Wills, one of those things. They, they, they I mean, okay. I assume everyone needs offensive line help, right? Like, um, I don't know the exact positional like stuff like that, but I just kind of assume 
Um, I mean, I know they have two good linemen for sure, and maybe more if I'm correct. Well, I mean, Scherf is really the guy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, Scherf, right. right, yeah. The rest are, I mean, there's no true, like, Morgan Moses is fine. Like, there's mm-hmm. no true, like, oh, this guy is a gotcha. beast outside of Brandon Scherf, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, and then I'd probably, t- I'd, pro- I'd, be, I'd be satisfied. If you wanted to go Lyman, I'd be satisfied with Werfs or, um, or Wills, yeah, for sure. But I also, Judy is a very tempting option, and I think he's going to be a star. So, if you got Judy and... Uh, McLaurin. And, um, be yeah, cool. McLaurin together, that would be fucking amazing. But yeah, also, there's there's a deep wide receiver class, so it's entirely possible you could pick up one early in the second round that you'd still like. So, maybe not do well, that. If we, if we had a second round pick, then certainly. <laughs> but oh, do you that guys not have up, a second round pick? No, oh, fuck. Montez Sweat last year. Oh, uh, they shit. moved up to pick up Montez. You're right. And I, I do like Montez Sweat a lot. How Do you, do you guys do you guys like him as well? Yeah, 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 I like yeah. him. Yeah, I like love him a lot. Montez Sweat. Yeah, it yeah, was a good I, pick. I love guys who have who like have character issues that fall and then they're like super talented, but like they did like one fucked up thing in college or did something like that, like disciplinary, yep. but they're fine ever since. Like, yep. um, yeah, he signed, I mean, a, with, mm-hmm. he signed an all spice commercial before he signed it with the Redskins. I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the Jaguars have done this stuff in the past too. Like even guys with injuries, like, um, miles Jack, who was injured, supposed Jeez. to be like a top five pick. They got Jalen Ramsey and miles Jack in that draft, which are guys who are supposed to be top five picks. Um, last year with Taylor Lewan, he was supposed to be like a, a first round pick and they got him in the second because of injury um, concerns. That shit just doesn't bother me at all. So I'm always in for guys who have like either character issues or injury concerns coming out um, who are supposed to be like higher picks. So sure. yeah, Montez sure. Sweat is, is a guy I'm interested in a lot. Or I liked him when I drafted him last year. That doesn't um, sound like a Steve Spag type team to me. Steve, <laughs> he's got pillar, four pillars. Character, mm-hmm. I can't remember what they are. I'll, I'll look at <laughs> Character but is definitely, definitely one of them. <laughs> yeah, definitely will not will never ever ever pick up a guy who's got uh, character issues. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay. Do oh, do you have any other questions, Ray? Uh, no, I think that was perfect. Appreciate that. Uh, I uh, guess whatever. If you could tell us what you think the Jaguars should do, but it sounds ooh, like yeah. you've got mock drafts there as well. Wait, yeah, I do. Wait, wait. If, if you listen to what he thinks, what would happen with the Jaguars moving up to the Redskins, you can go over to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. I we, we did talk about that there, but I mean, I can I can go over again what I want to do with the Jaguars. Um, I I think so. I, I guess I'll I'll do two things. Um, what I think will happen is I think they'll draft um Derek Brown because I think he'll be there. Um, I think they'll get him at nine, which I think is fine. Um, and then they'll probably draft. Like C.J. Henderson, maybe like a cornerback, or I mean, they could go in safety and draft like Xavier McKinney, or they could go Patrick Queen, get a linebacker. Um, I just honestly, I'd be pretty fine with a lot of things they could do as long as they don't trade up to get someone I fucking hate, like Isaiah Simmons. Um, and I think they could trade back because I think there's a lot of talent and they need to improve. But um, as long as they don't like fuck that shit up and and draft someone I don't like and get, you know, either Derek Brown or Kinlaw, maybe. Um, I could also use a lineman. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I uh, Fuck, okay, sorry. I got off track a little bit. I think they're <laughs> going to draft Derek Brown, and they're going to draft like CJ Henderson. That would be my two guys. I think that's what I had in my latest mock draft. Those would be my two guys that I would draft, uh, or I think they're going to draft. But if I'm in the seat, I'm going to take probably, I would hope Worfs falls. If he doesn't fall, I'll, I'll settle for Derek Brown. Um, I'm not drafting wide receiver. I'm not drafting a quarterback. There's a 0% chance I do either of those things. Um, unless Jerry Judy falls, then I'll take him. Uh, then at 20, I'm probably taking, yeah, like C.J. Henderson or um, maybe trading back and taking Damon Arnett. I really like Damon Arnett out of Ohio State. I'm a huge fan of him. Um, so if they trade back a little bit, he could be a potential first rounder. But like maybe maybe not 20, maybe like 30 or like 28, like like late first round for sure. But I like him a lot. So they definitely need to replace Jalen with that pick. So I think they're going to go cornerback and I think it's smart to do. But, you know, guys fall out of the top 10, fall out of the top five and the Jaguars are right there to take them. I'm fine with that. They did that with Josh Allen. So hopefully they'll do it again this year. Cool. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Okay, um, that was a good hour conversation, boys. Um, if you wait, want to play your shit. Oh, sorry. Faith, yeah. faith, faith, character, core values, and team first. Those will be the four pillars <laughs> we hang our hat on. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. That's, a, that we should, that's what we should go out on. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what we need to go out on, boys. Yeah, okay. If you want to plug your stuff, go ahead, guys. Quite after, after you. Nah, after you, after you, after you man. <laughs> Go ahead. You're he's so humble, because... boys. So no, humble. no, he, he's not being humble. He knows that people will remember his last. <laughs> Everybody forgets the first draft pick. Everybody remembers Mr. Irrelevant, which is what Ahmed will be going as. <laughs> uh, you can find me over at uh, you can uh, podcast is CWFL. God, I feel like I'm doing the outro to my own podcast. Uh, podcast is called Can't Win for Losing. You can find us everywhere. <laughs> 
We're on CWFL at, uh, Podcast on Twitter. we got a Facebook thing, a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, you Just go over and subscribe to us because uh, we talk ass all the time. You get all this kind of stuff, but dumber. <laughs> <laughs> no, please, please check out his podcast. I was on it recently. It's, it's, it's a really good time. Such a great host. I was really happy to be on it. Ah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. appreciate it. And uh, for me... The name of the podcast is District Divided. We cover everything DC sports. Uh, you can Red find me on Spotify. Find me on Spotify, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. So most of the places. Um, and then we have the Twitter account <laughs> at District Divided and the Instagram handle at District Divided as well, where I'll start putting out DC related content, uh, both related to sports and maybe stuff outside of it, just like you know, sort of funny stuff you find online. Because we have no sports right now, gentlemen. <laughs> so I greatly appreciate you taking the time here, Jesse, to uh, have us on. It was awesome. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. I, I got to I got to yell at my HR appointment. I don't have an IG account. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man! Yeah, you definitely got to get on that. Um, yeah, I, I had a great time. I'm really happy to have you guys on here for sure. Um, and if you ever want to come back to chat anytime, um, sometimes I do like live streams and shit like that. Uh, so if you ever want to get on there, we could we can fuck around with that shit. Well, I'm just live for, stream some Star Wars. <laughs> if you ever want to come on uh, District Divided, just holler at me. Let me know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let me know, and we can we can figure that out for sure. Sounds perfect. Okay. Thanks, guys. All right. That's it for this episode of the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode, and follow Jesse on Twitter at E S S E J T H E S L. <laughs>